Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com Welcome back to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. And welcome back. If you want to call the show, you never do, but it's 877-474-3302. And we're going to talk cars now. Uh, Marvin, one of our followers, Marvin, who on Twitter is Funtime7777. Marvin, you've got to do something about that Twitter ID. He says he repairs cars all the time. His latest project was a 3.4 liter engine swap on a Tacoma 4x4. Whoa, an engine swap? I, I think that's hardcore. Seriously hardcore. Um, the biggest thing I ever did was change the carburetor in my old Mustang. And, yeah, I'm so girly. I took the carburetor out, and I realized as I'm going into the carburetor refurb place, I'm carrying it in like a little Saks Fifth Avenue shopping bags. I'm really pathetic. Uh, just, And I know Michelle was probably chuckling at that when, I, when she heard that. So, Michelle Naranjo, did I pronounce that right? That is right. Like you know, orange, right? <laughs> it, it does. It's, it's orange tree in some sort of weird colloquial Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> How do you like yeah. that? I mean, one of our listeners actually swapped out an engine. Huge, right? You know, it happens all the time because there's so many brands now that are cross-platformed with so many other you know, models that they can actually swap out these these things. I mean, you know, if you can go between a, a Jeep transmission train or, you know, and, and a, a Dodge pickup truck. I mean, I've had people uh, ask me about switching out Subaru things that they can switch out with a lot of different engines. I mean, you can drop huge engines into anything now because the industry has gotten much more standardized, homogenized, you know. Um, so it happens. But, you know, the thing is with the older cars, which I- I'm a big fan of older cars. When we were talking earlier today, we were talking about some of the older cars. They're a lot simpler to work on. It's clear mechanics. Absolutely. You know, you know an, an, an international harvester, you can, like, fix it with a paper clip, right? Really? Really? <laughs> pretty much. They're pretty, they were much more simple then, right? Um, I mean, some of the things have gotten a lot more complicated and, but not as complicated as you would think. I mean, some of the stuff is really kind of engineered so that people have to take it back into a service. They think they have to take it back into a service. I mean, Ford is a great example of a company that for a while shut it down in terms of people being able to customize their cars. Really? And yeah, and once, you know, past 2005, they realized people want to be able to change their own brakes, for example. Um, right. And Well, gapping spark plugs is not rocket science. I've done it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the thing is, you know, with things being the way they are in the cost of gas, we're going to talk a little bit about green cars. But a lot of people are tending to keep their older cars now. Because maybe they're a little more fun to drive or something like this. They burn a little bit more gas, but they're using it as a secondary car. Have you noticed that? Absolutely. I, I think that they're, you know, I think a primary example would be smart, right? Like some people bought those as like that little party purse that they want to take out every so right. often. Or maybe my, use my Corvette, driver. absolutely. Right. And, and that's the thing, right? 
Yeah, and so people have their daily drivers, and then they have their their cars that they identify with themselves. And um, I'm definitely a prime example of that. I mean, I you know I, I do drive press cars. I commute with my boss. I drive a '99 BMW Z3, quote unquote, as my daily driver, but it's not really my daily driver. I mean, I put like little or no miles on the car. Well, yeah, exactly. It's my I mean, baby. Right. Right, my 85 Corvette has 46,000 miles on it. Um, my 2008 CTS has 16,000 miles on it. Because like, like, as you said, we test press cars, we test a lot of cars, and I don't drive to an office. I built my office next to my house, and really driving to me is a pleasure. But I, you know, I meet people all the time who are, I know someone who is spending $200 a week on gas. Yeah, I know. It's funny. I work with somebody who just went recently to a Challenger. I mean, she it's her the love of her life. She oh, always wanted what a, one. what a car. What a car. She's commuting from Irvine to Rancho Cucamonga. And oh, my God. You know, their family had to take that impact. That's a, that's a huge expense, whereas they probably could have gotten a Challenger and maybe invested in something like a Fiat 500 or an Accent, a Hyundai Accent, or, you know, and, like, offset that cost, a little, yeah. you know, a lot by just no. having a daily driver that leaves the fun car for the family time in the weekends. Exactly. Are you familiar with private gas stations? Do you I know am. they exist? Yes, and this is something a lot of people don't know about and I've never talked about. If you get together a group of people and you can say you're like a company and you have 10 cars, you can go to a private gas station and get your gas much cheaper because you're buying in bulk from the same station. This is something that can often be arranged with any gas station. So, you know, you get a group of people together, you make a little company, and then you set up an account with the gas station and you can usually get a deal on gas. Absolutely, and it's funny because I just noticed one the other day that was in a very unlikely area. It was in Bellflower um, in California, and I was, you know, up in Bellflower, and I saw this little thing, and my passenger said, like, what is that? That a gas station looks like it's closed. Yeah, right. (laughs) But I grew up around these. In New Mexico and Texas, those existed everywhere. Yeah, and this is something people should take into consideration if you've got a group of people. I mean, that, okay, it's not going green, and you're not saving the environment, but you're saving money, and maybe you get to drive your fun car a little more often. Well, and I think that's the point, right? I don't, I think that our cap has been hit in the, in the category of green. I think that everybody who was going to buy hybrid bought hybrid. Um, I think we can, you know, there's probably going to be some grandparents that will jump into the hybrid thing because their grandchildren want them to. But in the end, I I don't have grandchildren yet, but nobody can convince me. (laughs) But I think at some point, the the green category is not about hybrid, right? Like, there's so much more to explore in terms of fuel efficiency and different miles per gallon. Yeah. It's saving money because it really is about saving money. So what have you seen in improved miles per gallon? Because I, you know, I researched an electric car here in Los Angeles. And are you kidding me? It would cost me more, I think, to plug in the car if I had to do a daily commute. So what are they doing for the improved miles per gallon 
versus right. hybrid. So, you know, I've done the same thing. I'm in Long Beach, and for me to convert my garage, I live in a historic house in a historic neighborhood, and my garage is actually a converted barn. And yeah. for me to get the electricity converted was going to be upwards of $4,000. It that was... You can't get that back right away, can you? <laughs> no, and it, it, it doesn't make sense. And we all know that there's, you know, if you're driving a Tahoe versus a hybrid Tahoe, you, you're never going to reclaim that money. It's the cachet of actually having that hybrid badge on there. People don't care about that. They want to save money. So what I'm seeing is this trend toward people getting the ability to buy things like a Jetta TDI diesel. Diesel is more expensive. Wait now a minute! Didn't diesel gas used to be cheaper? Was that did. in my memory? How did it get more expensive? It, you know, it, it's one of those oil industry things where, um, with the taxes, and they started trying to tax the trucking industry to reclaim that sort of greenness. Which um, we don't talk about politics here on the show, but that does increase the cost of your food. By the Absolutely, way. <laughs> it does, and because we rely on, not, you know, unfortunately, our our rail system is not what it used to be, and we do rely on these diesel trucks to bring our supplies to. I mean, everybody wants to be able to go to their Walmart and their Target, right? They get de- go, get delivered by these diesel trucks, and. The government wanted, I mean, this started a long time ago, wanted to be able to, you know, kind of say, okay, diesel's so cheap because it's so cheap to refine, and hence we have this huge upswing in price of diesel. But a diesel car, even though it may be more expensive to sell than a car that takes premium, and there's a lot of cars that take premium, everything from luxury brands through a Chevy Volt, well, you know what? My, my CTS takes regular. Which is awesome. See, my BMW, which is a 99, doesn't because they improve the technology so much that, you know, high-performance cars could start taking normal gas. Um, the diesel... Speaking of gas, I just wanted, before we talk about diesel, I want to tell you, and I'm sure you, again, you know this, but for those who don't know, there are gas stations where you can buy racing gasoline. And if you put, if you put high, uber high octane racing gasoline in your muscle car, you will have an experience you will never forget. (laughs) It is, it, 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 it literally is jet fuel. Yep. It, it is jet fuel. There's a, a gas station that's a little old-timey, like 1940s, 50s Art Deco gas station that's up by, um, it's somewhere off of, like, Robertson. And I yeah. remember I used to go there, and I ran into Gary Busey one time filling up his motorcycle. <laughs> his motorcycle with racing fuel? Oh, no wonder. No wonder he looks like he does. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh my gosh, we're go- we're going for a break, and I was going to talk about you know the sixty miles you get on the Nissan Leaf, which they've only sold five thousand of. But when we get back, let's talk a little bit more about diesel and how that can help us, and the adaptive cruise control that's coming up. Okay, this is Marsha Collier, and I'm here with Michelle from Auto by Tell on WS Radio, the worldwide leader in internet talk. 
You are listening to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. For the past decade, I've been recommending Kingston for all your drive and memory need. And each year, they never fail to impress me. If you've never used an SSD before, the V-Series might just be the ticket. Let's say you've had that computer for a few years and it's starting to run a little slow. If you're not ready to replace it, Kingston's SSD, now V-Series, solid-state drive can kickstart that old system and make it feel like new. It'll improve performance as boot and shutdown times are reduced and programs open and close faster. In general, the system is snappier. It's like breathing new life into an existing system. If you own a desktop, the 30-gig Kingston V-Series SSD is the perfect companion to that hard drive you have with all that music and movie. Put the operating system on the SSD and keep the data where it's at. Sit back and watch your old desktop operate faster. There's a capacity and a model for everyone wanting to upgrade from a traditional hard drive to a solid-state drive. Check out the Kingston SSD Now V-Series. SSD at www.kingston.com. The Stem Cell Health Alliance is a 501c3 nonprofit organization dedicated to the active promotion of the stem cell movement around the world. The Stem Cell Health Alliance, formerly known as the World Stem Cell Foundation, is currently advancing Breakthrough to Independence, an 18-month campaign that's dedicated to helping spinal cord injury patients gain greater independence. Breakthrough to Independence is a pilot program combining physical, cognitive, nutritional, and alternative therapies like massage and acupuncture with stem cell therapy to see if dynamic combination therapy will give spinal cord patients greater independence. Find out more about the Stem Cell Health Alliance and about the Breakthrough to Independence. See how you can help spinal cord patients gain insight and benefit from this breakthrough research. Just go to StemCellHealthAlliance.org. That's StemCellHealthAlliance.org. Together we can provide hope to those suffering from spinal cord injury. I have some good news for a change. With the stressful times upon us, having a regular glass of wine has proved in many studies to reduce stress. Want some more stress-relieving tips? VinVillage.com is an exciting new social organization connecting wine lovers around the country with an exclusive local and online wine lifestyle experience. Vin Village members can meet others online and in person, attend wine dinners and tastings, participate in forums, blogs, and wikis, purchase limited and exclusive wines, even create your own wine. You heard me. Create your own wine. And best yet, membership is free. So reduce some of the stress and have some fun. Join now and connect with thousands of other like-minded wine lovers. To learn more, go to VinVillage.com. That's www.VinVillage.com. VinVillage is where wine lovers connect. Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com Welcome back to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. And welcome back to Computer and Technology Radio. Computers, do we really use those? It's, uh, I think it's all technology, but we're kind of stuck with the name. And if you want to find the archives of the show, go to iTunes or go to our website, which I tweet a lot. Just computerandtechnologyradio.com or search iTunes for Computer and Technology Radio. You'll find our archives way back and download them. You might find something you 
find interesting. But right now, I'm so excited, and I feel so bad that I keep stepping on Michelle Naranjo, managing editor of Autobytel.com, because she is so much fun and so exciting, and I love what she's talking about. Michelle, you were about to continue before I interrupted, on some of the benefits and things people really don't know about diesel. So you want to keep going with that. Yeah, it's not really just about diesel, right? It's um, There are all of these manufacturers who kind of, I think, foresaw this trend where we weren't going to always be buying hybrids. That wasn't going to be the trend. Uh, the electric wasn't necessarily an easily adaptable thing for everybody. Like you said, you couldn't, right. you know, it was going to be so expensive for you. And so what the manufacturers have done is try to look at the long tail of this and how do we transition people into saving money in a way that it might embrace a green way, but really it's about saving money. So you have the Jetta TDI, the Passat that, you know, can actually give you a lot more miles per gallon. You have things like the Cruise Eco, Ford, with its EcoBoost engines that are, you know, going cross-platform on everything, including the, you know, its crossover SUV thing, the Flex, to the Mustang. So, you know, you're seeing improved mileage, saving people money, giving people the cars that they want, it's really exciting. It's it's probably one of the most exciting times to be in the industry because there's there's so much to um, technologically to to do. They can everybody can invest in green and they'll probably hit a dead end. They can hit the okay, let's see how we can help people save money. That's where it's at. And these OEMs are responding with, like, these amazing technologies. And what you've driven, obviously, a lot more cars than I do. Uh, What is your preference for actually driving? Well, I do love, you know, the reason I have the daily driver is I love my little tight, hot, you know, 99 BMW Z3 Coupe. I love it. It's like tight, hold the road. It's fun to drive. And I tend to compare every car that I drive against it. I have to tell you, I'm super excited to get to drive the Mitsubishi um, IMEV because it's the their EV. And I know that sounds kind of crazy, a complete electric car. But what happened was I drove it last year when it was a Japanese-only production car. It was, mm-hmm. you know, I drove on with a driver on the wrong side of the road. Kind of um, but in order to bring it to the United States, they had to add safety technology, which added weight. They actually expanded the width of the car to accommodate Americans yes. <laughs> and their expectations. Yeah. It's not yes. just about how fat we are. It's also about how many cup holders we have. Exactly. And the weight and the way that they've built this car is apparently going to make it super snappy. I mean, the great thing about electric cars is that they can have a lot of torque. And so I don't think, I'm, I don't always think when I go into a car like, oh, it's an electric. This is going to be like a bad experience as a driver. There's actually some great technology that makes makes it an interesting drive, like a smart car 
worst transmission I've ever driven in my life. Like, really? do not like, yeah, do not like it. Like, makes me want to cry. <laughs> now, what do you, what do you think about rally car, uh, what we call rally cars? You know, some of those brands that aren't the big names out there, um, that are coming over from, you know, China, Asia, wherever. Have you driven any of those? You know, rally is an interesting category, and it's very funny. You know, Subaru has always been involved in rally and mm-hmm. has been a great brand. I mean, they have Travis Pastrana behind them. Of course, we have the X Games going on right now. He's a super interesting character because he's gone from being the motocross guy that he was into being this amazing driver. And what's changing all of this in our American landscape is the fact that Ford got involved because Ford wants to promote the compact car to Americans. I mean, we, as Americans, don't think about, like, driving a, you know, teeny tiny subcompact car. As a oh, yeah, like when I go to England and I get in those cars, and I go, whoa. <laughs> right, like a, like a Fiat Panda, for example. Right. Yeah, I mean, we, we think, like, okay, I don't want to live that lifestyle. I want to have the choice of having a great driving car. And what's happened in Europe is they've developed these great cars that are subcompacts. They, they can be high performance. They can be really, really fun. And rally like you know nascar is sort of the mark of fun cars right Right. like i mean nascar your nascar you know background says everything like those those cars can be amazing but nascars have not it's not the same car that you drive. No, it's day. not even the same car because, you know, when, when I was in the garage and I, I'm watching people like Junior Johnson and his crew putting together a car. Okay, that dated me, didn't it? But anyway, <laughs> you know, but instead so, of... So NASCAR wasn't those cars and everybody, it started, it, it became like wrestling, you know, for those people. Yeah, think right, exactly. Because like, yeah, the fuel lines in a NASCAR car are not rubber fuel lines. They are like... Uh, aircraft grade stuff which exactly. reminds me but rally cars are real They're, those are actually just tuned up real cars wow as a matter of fact um, Mr. Fastbucks on Twitter just mentioned that Jay Leno ro- owns a motorcycle with a jet engine and a roadster with an Allison V12 airplane engine <laughs> well, <laughs> Jay Leno is also the only person to have ever gotten a ticket in a Steam-powered car. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, which brings us to another tweet from Funtime777. says, like filling your car with water and sp- splitting hydrogen from the oxygen to produce electricity to power the electric motor. Yeah, that's another thing, right? <laughs> oh, <laughs> kind of a steam car. <laughs> there's so many options out there. I mean, BMW did a press release this week about their working now with trying to find a way to tap hydrogen fuel from landfills. I mean, there's, there's so, that's why the industry is so exciting right now, more than ever. There's so much technology going on to watch but and to follow. Bottom line, I, I really don't think we're going to run out of gas because if gas was really made by, like, dead dinosaurs and all that and dead whatever, dead living things, the earth continued to make layers. And, I mean, time hasn't stopped. And in Marsha world, I believe that gas is going to, you know, we're going to keep finding oil. It's just a matter of being smarter on how we use it. 
Um, we've got just a couple minutes left. Can you quickly tell us about adaptive cruise control, which is fantastic? Well, you know, adaptive, so this is one of those technology things that is kind of incredible, right? So we went from, um, you know, you having your normal car to now the cars can park for you. I mean, there's tons of brands that have that technology. So now you can drive a car and it will, you can set your cruise control so that adaptive cruise control will slow your car down when the car in front of you starts braking. I mean, it's incredible. And now there's technology coming out from different, you know, different manufacturers, and it will be standardized eventually, where if there's a crash in front of you, the car that's involved in the crash will send out messages to all the cars behind to start slowing down. Wow. You heard the music. You hear the music, right? This is depressing. We have no more time. Michelle, will you come on with me again? Because this has been so much fun. And when you're test driving those cars, why don't you drive up to the valley where I am, and I'll drive one down to you, okay? Find Michelle at autobytel.com. This is Marsha Collier on WS Radio. You've been listening to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. Produced by Brain Food Radio Syndication. Global food for thought. When it comes to purchasing your next digital camera, there is only one name you need to remember, Canon. Since 1996, Canon has sold more than 100 million compact digital cameras. Their product line covers the gambit from simple to shoot to the camera that the pros use with eye-popping results. For those priceless family shots, Canon is the name you can trust. To check out their entire line, log on to Canon.com. That's the only name you need to know, Canon.com. For the past decade, I've been recommending Kingston for all your drive and memory need. And each year, they never fail to impress me. If you've never used an SSD before, the V-Series might just be the ticket. Let's say you've had that computer for a few years and it's starting to run a little slow. If you're not ready to replace it, Kingston's SSD, now V-Series, solid-state drive can kickstart that old system and make it feel like new. It'll improve performance as boot and shutdown times are reduced and programs open and close faster. In general, the system is snappier. It's like breathing new life into an existing system. If you own a desktop, the 30-gig Kingston V-Series SSD is the perfect companion to that hard drive you have with all that music and movie. Put the operating system on the SSD and keep the data where it's at. Sit back and watch your old desktop operate faster. There's a capacity and a model for everyone wanting to upgrade from a traditional hard drive to a solid-state drive. Check out the Kingston SSD Now V-Series. SSD at www.kingston.com. Thank you for listening to WS Radio. If you are not listening on your smartphone, we have just made it a lot easier with our new WS Radio 2.0 iPhone, BlackBerry, and Android apps. Just search for WS Radio in the iPhone store, BlackBerry, and Android market. They are all free downloads so you can listen live or on demand to your favorite show. For more information, log on to wsradio.com forward slash mobile. That is wsradio.com forward slash mobile. Improve your business today. Learn to do professional email marketing the right way with Captain Email. This is Chris Merckx, president of WS Radio. For years, I've helped our WS Radio hosts, advertisers, and sponsors with their email marketing strategies. As a former Marine captain and an email marketing expert, I've created a new free club at CaptainEmail.com. 
permission-based email marketing to your current customers with proven strategies to reach new prospects has positively impacted many of the businesses I've worked with. CaptainEmail.com includes resources to start and grow your email list, the top 10 email marketing tips, plus a free 60-day trial with no credit card required. From brick-and-mortar businesses to communicating with your Little League team, do email marketing the right way, professionally. How many times have you checked your email today? Log on to CaptainEmail.com, and thanks for listening to WS Radio.